In today's video, you're going to learn about a parasitic and exploding sector within the finance industry that is targeting the poorest and most vulnerable in our society and turning people into debt junkies. And believe it or not, this sector is completely unregulated and no, it's not crypto. The scale of this scheme is deeply disturbing, especially when you can see the patterns right now with the patterns of the Roaring Twenties, which occurred just before, yes, the Great Depression. Why people are taking on all this new and huge amounts of debts before we go into a potential recession is worrying. American consumers began 2022 with record levels of debt at $15.6 trillion, a debt that many families will never be able to repay. Mortgages, HELOCs, personal loans, student loans, auto loans, credit cards are all exploding. I guess people don't see the value anymore in the old proverb, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Here are the current and shocking statistics on debt in the USA. Personal debt is now $15.6 trillion. Per adult, this equates to $61,000 with 77% of US households burdened by debt. The USA has $850 billion in credit card debt currently an increase of $50 billion just in the last few months. This is the highest increase in the last 22 years. 90% of US adults have at least one credit card on their credit report, and 75% of these carry a balance every month. 75%. The average APR is now 14.5%, with the average balance standing at $16,000. You do the math on those monthly interest payments. As the second most popular type of credit, two thirds of adults now have an auto loan. The total now tops $1.4 trillion, an increase of over 80% in just the last decade. Statistics show that around 85% of all car purchases now use auto loans with the average monthly payment standing at $470. Wow. Just the average personal loan debt alone stands at $16,500 per adult, with the average student loan balance sitting at $58,000. And these are just personal debts I've covered here. I haven't even got into mortgages and HELOCs, which dwarf everything else. So let's unravel this exploding cancer that's going global right now it is called Buy Now, Pay Later, also known as BNPL. BNPL is just another way for businesses to get consumers to buy things that they don't need and can't afford anyway. The principle behind BNPL has been around for centuries, but it didn't become widespread until the 1920s, again, the Roaring Twenties, back in the USA in the middle classes. As the decades rolled by, it became more and more accepted as a way of financing big ticket items, such as kitchens, bathrooms, and larger furniture items. Because if you're able to buy things right now and not pay until later on with 0% interest, obviously this is a no-brainer, right? We should all be doing it. Wrong. 
The BNPL sector is huge and it is growing out of control day by day, enslaving a number of people. Here are some more worrying statistics. 55% of Americans have used BNPL. BNPL fintechs facilitated 20 to 25 billion dollars in transactions in the United States last year. In the UK, Britons have spent a combined 5.79 billion pounds on BNPL, with an unbelievable 4.12 billion of this still left to repay. An estimated 7.7 million UK shoppers are now heavily indebted to these providers. And yes, of course, all forms of credit is bad, but what makes this one worse, you may ask? Well, back in the day, BNPL was highly targeted towards wealthier people, homeowners, people who could actually repay the debt that they'd accumulated. I don't have a major problem with that. Where I do have a major problem is that they are now targeting teenagers with these schemes. Now, fintechs are conspiring with retailers to offer BNPL to pretty much anyone on pretty much anything, which might not sound too worrying if you see this beautiful dinner set for let's say $200. And normally you wouldn't spend that amount on a few plates, but you think, well, it's only $200, $50 is my monthly payment and it's only four payment. What's the big deal? Or maybe you want to treat yourself to a new pair of shoes or some designer clothing. BNPL can certainly help out with some of these luxuries if you're that way inclined. But what about your weekly grocery bill or that takeout coffee that you get in the mornings? Surely you couldn't get BNPL on something like that. Families hit by the cost of living crisis are now being targeted by credit firms offering BNPL deals on, yes, you guessed it, weekly groceries. Shoppers are being urged to spread their payments for staple foods and treats to help cope with these difficult times. One promotion states, regardless of your credit rating, we will offer you a ton of credit to do your shopping with. One of these firms has even teamed up with a, shall we say, frozen food specialist in the UK with ready meals, pet food, and fizzy drinks on offer with a first payment of 25% on the shelf price and the balance paid in interest-free installments. Just last month, the company advertised the following BNPL deals. Two large salmon fillets were promoted for a first payment of £1.50. A box of dog food was promoted for a first payment of £2.25. A carton of 24 cans of fizzy lemonade was promoted for a first payment of £1.75. The remaining balance is then paid over the next six weeks. Now look, I don't have a problem with people doing this sort of thing if they have a cash flow issue that month. That's fine. These sort of things happen to everyone at one point or another in our lives. But what I do have a problem with is the predatory tactics that these firms are using to target the poorest people in society. They are deliberately preying upon the people with the least financial education who are probably not going to read the small print. BNPL providers have advertised on Facebook that consumers can, and I quote, pay back over six weeks for Domino's Pizza and Uber Eats. It also said consumers can pay in four interest-free installments for a coffee. No, this is not a joke, for a coffee. In the USA, most major grocery stores, including Walmart, 
Kroger's and Target already offer BNPL on grocery shopping. All consumers have to eat. So with this regular grocery shopping, can you imagine the level of debt that people would build up just in the first six weeks? If you're getting value from this podcast, then you're going to love our private community over on Patreon. The link is below in the description. And we have everything from a forum to monthly videos to all sorts of investment content that I just think you're going to love. Think about this. The average European household spends around 40 euros per week on their grocery bill. Now, if they were to just spend 10 euros instead of the 40, you may think, well, they're saving 30 euros then that they can pay off in the future. True, but they're more likely to go away and spend that additional 30 euros, leaving them deeper in debt. And of course, every week that goes by, that debt is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But don't forget why these grocery stores are taking on these BNPL providers in the first place. If you think, again, let's use the example. Let's say that you're spending $40 per week on your groceries. Well, they know they have the statistics that show that consumers are more likely to spend an additional 50% when they have that credit available. Now they're not spending $40 a week, they're spending $60 a week, getting themselves into even deeper and deeper debt. And it's just as bad now with teenagers in the United States who unbelievably have a monthly payment of $250 on these BNPL schemes. I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, $250 a month was a lot of money. So they must have some very rich parents is all I can guess. At present, this industry is completely unregulated, meaning there are very few safeguards in place for consumers. These lenders can pretty much write their own rules and they're under no obligations whatsoever to be transparent about their business practices and how they're actually making their money here. Not to mention how consumers can be negatively or adversely affected if they do not maintain their payments. So since they're charging 0% interest, how are they actually making a profit, you may ask? Hefty fees. Well, firstly, with their partners like the retailers, they're charging a much higher percentage than a credit card company would. Anywhere from 4 to 6% is pretty typical. But that's not where they're making most of their fees. In the UK, £39 million in late fees were paid in just one year. They also charge admin fees and additional fees for debt collection if you do not maintain your payments. This is where they get you. Many of the providers well allow you very kind and generously to extend the monthly payment time. Of course, this is the point where they start to charge you high levels of interest. How much interest, you may ask? 5%, 10%? Try 40%. Now look at that credit card we talked about before with the average of 14.5%. And it doesn't seem quite so bad when you compare it to a BNPL loan. But overall, my biggest problem with these companies is that they are especially right now enslaving our younger generation by creating a wave of debt junkies who don't realize they've become an addict until it's too late and their habit becomes too expensive for them to manage or escape from. So what do we do about this parasitic industry then? Well, until regulators grow a moral backbone 
and actually take care of the problem, we have to avoid this like the plague. So here's three tips from me. If you are financially struggling right now, I would not go near these BNPL programs. They are going to trap you later on, especially if you can't make up your payments. Instead, you'll be much better off sharing with your family members, your closest friends about any difficulties you're having right now and see if they can help you out just until you get back on your feet. Look, we all have difficulties from time to time and that's what our families and friends are there for. That's what the community is there for, to help one another out. Number two, obviously get these things paid off. Just get rid of them completely and then cut your expenses down. If you're not rich, why are you buying designer gear and flashy cars and all the rest of the things? Don't get swept up into this whole consumerism that you see mainly in the United States and some of the other Western nations. And number three, simply share this video with members of your family and community, especially the younger generation who maybe haven't come across this yet and may get caught out by signing up to one of these agreements without even realizing it. So thank you so much for watching my video today. Please click the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. Take care, God bless, and I'll see you this week.